up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome to You Auto Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Looking for uh, maybe a new cashier? Why don't you check out self-checkout with Southwest Point of Sale? Give him a call, five, or 1-800-540-2149. Talk to the team. They'll come out to look at your facility. And if it fits, you will be absolutely thrilled. Also, hot rods and custom stuff. If you're a builder, you want to get your car built, trust me, it's cheaper to buy it already built. It'll save you a ton of money. HotRodsAndCustomStuff.com. HotRodsCustomStuff.com. Check these guys out. All right, well, it's right around the corner. I talked to you about it. With Harry Davis from Good Guys. All right, folks. Well, hey, you know, Good Guys is right around the corner. You heard right. Good Guys is coming back to Del Mar. And we are going to have one heck of a car show, autocross, swap meet, party. It's going to be crazy. I got Harry Davies on the line. He's vice president of operations for Good Guys. Harry, you have got to be excited. I'll tell you what, we've been waiting for this weekend for, what, a year and a half. So we're excited to be coming back to Del Mar Fairgrounds. We're looking forward to a great event, 2,500 show cars, muscle cars, trucks, customs. And don't forget the PPG Lowrider Showcase where we're we're inviting 75 of the coolest lowriders in one building to display. That is Cool, and I love the fact that you you highlight the lowriders. I I try to get them on TV, and it took me a while to get them because they actually didn't think their cars met up to all the other cool cars out there. I said, "Are you crazy? You got the best cars out there. You don't mess with the drivetrain, and all your cars start, run, and go everywhere they need to go." They all laughed. So now I can't no, get rid of. Them. That's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, the quality and the build and the detail and the paint. Unbelievable, oh. unbelievable what we get there. But, of course, you know, we're also highlighting our Street Rod D'Elegance. It's one of our top 12 awards that we're giving out for this event. So it's 1948 and older uh, Street Rods that are going for Street Rod D'Elegance. So we're going to have some heavy hitters at the event displaying indoors going for that top 12 award. Well, you know, they've got Pebble Beach. And then they've got good guys, because I truly believe good guys is equal to what you'll see at Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach is just a different collection of cars. Your cars are a collection of cars that most likely could be daily drivers. Well, that's exactly right. You know, there's a lot of pride that goes into every car build, um, and we're it's probably our 17th year that we're we're picking this award at Del Mar, so it's a highlight for sure. But, of course, you mentioned the autocross, you know, the autocross duel in Del Mar, we call it. So heavy hitters coming in, running the autocross pro classes, pro X classes, uh, street machine classes, truck class. We got them all, all weekend long at the event, uh, going through a timed course for not only bragging rights and prizes, uh, certificates from sponsors, but just, you know, it's a great entertainment value for the event. 
Well, absolutely. In fact, <clears throat> I was getting a, a TikTok clock uh, redone at Red uh, Redline Gauges, and I was talking to the kid up there. And he said, oh, yeah, he says, I got a Valiant. He says, they don't know how cool that Valiant is. I win every time because of this, and he's telling me all about it. So I asked him if he was coming to San Diego, and he says, heck, yeah, man, I wouldn't miss it. So people are really, really excited. And I think because of, you know, losing 2020, I think attendance is going to be off the charts. Well, that's what we've been seeing across the country. You know, people are they're ready to get out. They're ready to go to one of the largest, if not the largest, national event in Southern California, Del Mar. And they're excited to get out, see their friends, renew some relationships, show their car again, show some new builds that unfortunately got delayed because of this COVID pandemic that we're going through. So a lot of excitement. Um, yes, to answer your question, I think it's going to be an awesome turnout. I think it's going to be a great uh, a great display of all kinds of different cars and trucks and muscle cars and customs, all that good stuff. But it's really just getting back out and being able to hang out with your car friends and have a, have a great weekend. Well, and, and I always tell people, too, you know, if you're thinking about buying a car, a hot rod, there are tons of them out there that will have for sale signs on it, plus you will have the car corral if somebody wants to sell their car, and then the swap meet around the back where there are some really, really great deals, whether it's memorabilia, clothing, uh, car parts, wh whatever it is that you need for your hard-to-find car, there's a really good chance good guys will have it. Well, that's for sure. You know, I mean, you mentioned the swap meet and cars for sale. Yeah, there's probably a hundred cars for sale uh, that will be at the event in their own little area. You go through, you walk through, and they're all for sale. But not only that, as you're cruising through the event, you know, I think every car is for sale. Actually, yeah. if you find the one you like, you know, you could just say, hey, "Man, I love your '69 Camaro. You want to sell it?" The guy says, "Well, I wasn't thinking about it, but maybe, you know." And then you work out a price, and next thing you know, you're driving away in a '69 Camaro. So, very popular, very popular part of the event. Um, the swap meet's always well attended, like you said. You know, old memorabilia, automotive-related collectibles, but then also those hard-to-find parts when you're building a car and you're looking for that 32 grill shell or you're looking for, you know, some Model A parts. You can find them at the swap meet, which is really cool. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And yeah, I'm going to be a little bit, uh, you know, you know uh, biased, but Del Mar is such a beautiful layout for a car show. I mean, you've got... You've got all sorts of areas to put your specialty cars so people know where they're at and they can see those. I mean, and then you got the fact that you can cruise up and down the, the, the fairway right in the center. I know everybody gets there early so they can get the curb seating so they can watch the vehicles go up and down. I mean, it is really a, a, a car show of all car shows all wrapped into one. Yeah, where the surf meets the turf, right? So we've enjoyed it there for so many years. And you're right, the cruising aspect of the event is a highlight. We create this cruise route. So guys, as you know, they just cruise all day long, back and forth. It just brings back great memories. And all the cars that are parked and lined up and guys sitting and watching thumbs up as they drive by, it's the coolest experience. So now are you going to bring back uh, All-American Sunday? where anybody yeah. and everybody can come in on Sunday? Absolutely, we do. 
All-American Sunday is just that, American-made, American-powered, all years. Uh, we do a special autocross just for the late model guys, we call them. We do special award picks and a special parking area. So it's kind of like an event within an event. Of course, all the other cars are welcome to come back that were there Friday and Saturday, but Sunday we open it up to you know, the newer Camaros and Mopars and Mustangs and Shoot, we're getting GT40s are coming out like crazy. Teslas are showing up at our event, running the autocross, and showing that those uh, electric-powered, American-made vehicles are pretty darn fast when they go through the autocross. Well, and they've got that regenerative braking, so not only can they go fast, but they can stop. Because, if folks, if you haven't seen the autocross, it is one tight track. They get up to some pretty pretty hairy speeds, but they got to bring her down hard to get into these turns because you do not want to knock over a cone. That's for sure. No, no penalties. No, no penalties. So tickets, can you uh, uh, get tickets online? Yeah, absolutely. Go to good-guys.com. Uh, you can buy tickets online, of course, um, and or you can buy them at the gate. But it's always an advantage to do it in advance, so you just walk up touchless, easy scanning, walk right into the event. So go to good-guys.com. All the prices are right there. Go to Del Mar Nationals, and all the pricing's there for you, too, as well. Yeah, and it, and, it, and and you don't have to stand in line. I mean, it's a really easy, you know, because of COVID, a lot of, you know, racetracks and everything have gone to online ticket selling, and now they find that they're keeping it because it's, you know, it's really nice and easy for the whole family just to get in and out. Now, you're going to be open uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. What are uh, what are the hours on Friday? Friday is 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to 5, and then Sunday is 8 to 3. Okay, so just mark that down, folks. And plus, you can go to good-guys.com. You can see all the information. Um, and you're gonna, I'm sure you're going to have some special cars. Uh, there that a lot of people probably have not seen that maybe it just came out of a builder's shop that they're going to display. So, and, and plus it's going to be the who's who of, of the car community. I mean, I'll bet Ed Scuderia is going to be there. I ran into him the other day up in L.A., and I was blown away to celebrate his 100th birthday. Guy's sharp as a tack, isn't he? Oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we got, and he even remembered me. I was, I mean, I was totally blown away because I've interviewed him. I don't know how many times, but yeah, he's just cruising right along. Got that cigar stoked up. He's, and I was asking him about Del Mar, and he, uh, he's, he's, oh yeah, he's looking forward to being there as well. But you guys do such an awesome job. I, I just have to tell you on on air that you guys have got that thing working like a Swiss clock. And it and it makes it look easy, but I, I tell people it's not as easy as it looks because you've got a lot of moving parts. But to make it come out the way you guys do, we can't thank you enough here in San Diego. Well, we, we appreciate um all the flattery and the compliments, but you know it takes it takes a good team to make it work. It takes a great group of car guys and gals that are showing their cars and vendors and um, the community is just in a whole, it just embraces the location, and they love it, and we love having them, and it's a home forever, and we're looking forward to uh, to getting the event off and having a good time October 1, 2, and 3. 
All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer segment brought to you by Express Auto Service right there on LeMay El Cajon Boulevard. They work on all my cars. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. Give them a call. Talk to Dave and Connie. Set an appointment up. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. How you doing, kid? What is going on? Well, you know, just uh, believe it or not, we've had a couple of thunderstorms, which have been unusual for our area, but well accepted. Uh, but you know, other than that, just doing my thing. What are you? Uh, what are you driving this week? Or wait a minute, driving? wait a minute. Let's back up. Are you sure that the rumbling you hear is not from whatever you're driving? <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm driving. You will not believe what I'm driving, and you need to get one. And I bet you okay. you'll buy it. And that's the Hyundai Uh-oh. Hyundai Santa Cruz. Ah, you know I really, really fell in love with that when uh, they had the uh, concept at the auto show. Yes, um, is the bomb, girl. Is it? Well, because you How's do it? you really, really need a big truck? No. Maybe I mean, kinda once kinda, or twice. Once or twice. <laughs> Maybe three times, but for every day, lockable, wait a minute, this is going to be your segment, but lockable tono cover, four-door, not, I'm just telling you, it's been a really nice experience. So give Hyundai a call, tell Lori you want one for a week, and and you'll have a hard time keeping you-know-who out of it when he's sitting right next to Uh, you. You know what? I will do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was in the Toyota Camry, the hybrid. Oh, and I got kind of lucky because I got the uh, XSE trim, which is, you know, a new trim for 2021. Right. Um, and it's like their sportier trim. So um, kind of my favorite because I like the way it looks and uh, and the way it handles and everything because it, it doesn't really drive like a hybrid. Like, I no. think if it didn't have the badging on there, you could – well, and if it wasn't so quiet. Like, these things are super quiet. Yeah. Um, I know at one point I asked Marlon, I said, hey, can you go start the car so it'll cool off because we were going to go somewhere. and had red interior, so it was, like, super hot. You know, yeah, we had that, that sure. heat wave and stuff. And so I'm like, hey, we, you know, will you go uh, start the car or whatever? And I walk outside, and I'm like, gosh, why why did he start the car? You know? <laughs> and, of course, it was running. <laughs> of co- I know. So, or you'll sit in it, you'll hit the button, and nothing happens. You go, ah, oh, jeez, i got to call it a tow truck. You know, this, is, <laughs> this isn't going to be good. And then, But, see, the, they're, they're smarter than we are. It puts ready on the dash, so you'll. So if you happen to look at that and it says ready, that means you can leave. You know what though? I would because I didn't even notice that, but I, I knew it. It, it. It needs to say something though, like welcome. Like yeah. what if it was audible? You know, like like welcome, like or ready for takeoff, or I don't know. That's well, cooler. That's it? not. That's not as a bad idea as you think. Uh, I, I totally, totally agree. And I would rather have somebody tell me to stay in your lane versus shaking my bottom or jerking the steering true. wheel out of my hand. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could even have like with the cyclist and pedestrian detection that it has, it could be like runner ahead or biker it, ahead. It, it, exactly. Or are you okay? Do you need a cup of coffee? You keep stay in the lane, you <laughs> idiot. We're sending a tow truck. <laughs> do you know though how often like technology is wrong like marlon and i keep cracking up because i got him an apple watch like last christmas because marlon is a is a watch collector yeah me and too. i was like okay he's never gonna wear this because he has all these nice watches he's never gonna wear an apple watch and you don't even know how many times he goes 
my watch keeps asking if I fell. And of course, it didn't. <laughs> I know, so I'm cracking up. And I'm like, what are you doing that it's asking yeah, me? Yeah, what kind of a watch have you got? Oh, my. That, now that Well, I got one even cuter than that. Lady goes to a buddy of mine's, uh, calls in on his radio show. He does a fix-it show. And he said, and she says, yeah, I just, I have something on my dash I need to get rid of because my doctor says I drink too much caffeine. Oh, you and, told me. Yeah, you I know. Told, you had the little coffee pop-up <laughs> yeah. thing, right? And it told her to pull in and go that get a cup awful. of coffee. Yeah, I know. But, you know, the camera, you know what I like about the camera, and I don't know how, I know you, uh, uh, one of your kids is a big NASCAR fan, if not both of them. But that Camry NASCAR is what it, it, it draws me to the Camry. I don't care if it's a hybrid or what it is. If I was going to buy the car, I'd buy the hybrid because it's got the look of the TRD with you know a few things missing. But I just like the look of the new Camry. I think they've just that to me was the biggest improvement over Camry. Well, no, for real. This this one has 19 inch black alloy yeah. wheels, which oh. my son pointed out, and then um, the grill is like black. Um, and then there's a, a single exhaust, but it's got dual chrome tips. What color so is my it? My son was like, um, it was red. It was supersonic Ooh. red, and then it had the the red uh, interior. But then on top, it has that um, has the black, uh, like the uh, why am I uh, the, on the bolsters? For, well, it had the um, inserts. The, no, I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking on the exterior. Oh, oh, the cladding. You well had the midnight black metallic roof with that uh, rear Ooh. spoiler. Yeah, you know and then I mean? it had the strip down underneath the door, you know that runs right, wh- right. wheel to wheel. Then you got the air lip, and then you got it's called the diffuser in the back that are all kind of color coordinated. I, I like the look of the car. I think it's a great car. Yeah, I mean, and my 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 son did too. I mean, he was kind of surprised that it was a hybrid and that you know and a four door uh, and a four door. Right, totally makes the totally makes the. Uh, the NASCAR thing. And you know what? You and I are not a huge fan of Apple CarPlay. No. Um, for a long time, people that were buying Toyotas were kind of upset because you couldn't get Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. <laughs> it now has both, plus Amazon Alexa and a Wi-Fi hotspot. I um, so I mean, I bring it up because there were some holdouts. There really, I had some friends that were like, I'm not going to buy Toyota because they haven't, you know, they're not making this available yet. And I'm like, I really don't think it's that big of a deal, but hey, whatever. Really? Uh, now you can go get it. Yeah, I was kind of surprised, but I mean, I would have friends call me and go, you know, you need to tell your Toyota people. And I'm like, first off, they're not my people. <laughs> yeah, don't you love that? <laughs> like, I have a direct line. Like, I know. It's not like we have coffee every, you know, Tuesday morning or anything. Yeah. Um, but they were just like, you know, feedback is I'm I'm holding out for this reason. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll pass that up the line. Sure, sure, um, sure. But you know, the, the gas mileage on this thing, I mean, you're getting, you know, um, for this trim level, 46 combined, 44 city, 47 highway. The price tag's under 40K. You're yeah. at 37,664 for the model I was driving. Right. I mean, like, everything screams practical, reliable, yeah. safe, buy me. And it looks good. I look good. Buy me. It looks good, and it was enjoyable to drive. They're leasable. Quiet. It's got that JBL the, sound system. Yeah. They're running lease deals right now on the ones they have in stock. Uh, it, it, it's, I'm telling you. If I was going to give any kind of a negative, any kind whatsoever, it's the base warranty. But that's that's the only thing I can say negatively, and it's not the car. It's, you know, it's the corporation. Kind of the way I'm looking at things, though, right now is, to me, personally, I think Toyota does hybrid better than almost any yes. brand right now. Yeah, they're the, fa- the and, grandfather. And, so, and they, they execute it really well. So to me, I would buy it. I wouldn't lease it. I'd buy one. I keep it maybe three years, and the reason I say that is because technology changes, but lifestyle changes, right? Like, 
you know, maybe now you're having uh, kids or whatever. You yeah. need a bigger vehicle, or now you've moved out to a farm, you need a truck, whatever. I keep it three years, and yeah. with the demand right now, you could sell it and oh. not lose that much money. You no. come out better than a lease, better than buying used, et cetera. Yeah. I've not so, seen anybody lose on a Toyota. I mean, no. if anything, they made money. And But, you know, of course, right now the only problem is, great, you can get a great deal, you know, trading your car in, but you might, you might want to do your homework first and, and get another car lined up because do you see a light at the end of the tunnel on this chip issue? Because you know the manufacturers have got to be sitting in those corporate offices just pulling each other's hair out. You know, I don't. And we actually, we drove out last week to get a picture for you of the, because um, I want to show you these lots out in Midlothian. And I couldn't get a good picture because it was late in the day and the oh, way the sunlight okay. is. But but that's my goal this week. I want to I want to show you. Yes. Because, I mean, we're talking lot after lot after lot after lot. And none of these vehicles are drivable. And a lot of them have the, um, the covers on them. You know, they're wrapped so that the exterior is protected. Yeah. But I tell you what, Dave. Fall is here in Texas earlier than normal. Uh, I mean, the leaves are falling off the tree, which means we're going to have a bad winter. And what does that mean for all those vehicles that are just sitting there that can't be driven? Eventually, they'll be the best deal in town. Hey, since you also are the executive editor or some editor of this great newspaper, Focus Daily News, (laughs) is there any way you could reach out to any one of the manufacturers and see how how high up the ladder you can go with with that accolades to find out what find somebody that can talk to us about chips you know i will do that because you know it's interesting that you said that we've had a couple readers actually reach out recently and say hey it's being covered but it's not being covered to the extent that we want can you uh can you can you do an article on it so you know what yeah i will i will and you can do it from your automotive side if nothing else i mean not a journalist that just takes you know you know how to ask questions you know what i mean not taking anything away from the journalists, if there's any three or four or five out there still there, but you know how to ask the right questions, not in a way that you're trying to throw the manufacturer under the bus, but, you know, kind of like how long, and have you thought about making your own here in the United States as a backup, you know, those kinds of questions. Yeah, and I do know that that's something that they're working on, but I guess the question is, you know, yeah, I hear that you're trying to move this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the time frame? What is the timeline? Because yeah. uh, that's something that takes a while. If, you know, it, well, put the infrastructure in, true. and it, it, it's not as easy as just we have a you know we have a facility. It's not as easy as that. So yeah, I'll see if I can't get some answers because yeah, I think that'd be super interesting. And also, you know, the question is as these cars are backing up on these uh-huh, lots, these storage uh-huh, areas, so uh-huh. to speak, what happens? Because a lot of these maybe twenty twenties or twenty twenty ones. Heck, we're we're getting to the point where you and I should be driving twenty twenty twos. What does that mean? It means that if you don't care how long your car sat, you are going to get a screaming deal because you know as well as I do, once those ships arrive, it'll be just like if the dam in your city just let go. And it's nothing's going to come out but cars, trucks, SUVs, RVs, anything that had a chip, we're going to get flooded with it. And, and, and you're going to get good deals if you don't care. Because it's not hurt. The vehicle's not hurt. It just sat for an extra year. You know, if you want to be the first or you can be the last. Well, you may be right. And then the question is, will people save, you know, will there be an added incentive, like maybe save on insurance or something? Because that's a possibility. And what's the warranty? 
Sat for yeah, a year. You know, sat for a year. Yeah, that's a really good point too. But, and then, how many manufacturers? Where are all the storage areas in the U.S. too? Everywhere, so story, right? Like, hey, be- I know. Be- I know. Hey, between immigrants and cars, we're gonna fall off the edge of the earth. I just know it's coming. How do people follow you around? Uh, that's a Zany Mom NTX, or you know, like you said, FocusDailyNews.com. Um, we do have some automotive reviews up there, but we definitely had plenty of news. So yes. check it out. All right, you got homework. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Brian Armstead's banging on the microphone because I won't let him in. Right here on You Ought to Know FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Segment brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Go to convoyautorepair.com. Take care of all your automotive needs. Snap Auto Care, ASC certified bumper doctor, and Mesa. Scratches, dings, and dents. My, my, my. Take it in before you turn your lease in. They'll take good care of you. KearneyMasonBumperDoc.com. KearneyMasonBumperDoc.com. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. What's going on, bud? Feeling feeling unloved, man. Feeling unloved. Hey, we just rock. I finally get to drive the Bronco. You and Kristen have already driven it. And then I've got to listen to all this hybrid uh, chip dribble. Wait a minute. Well, I'm trying to talk about when I'm talking about the Bronco. I'm trying to talk about the Bronco. Aren't gotta, you on a jury? I got to wonder why I can't get a car until 2023. Hey. What is going on here? Hey. Where's the love? How, Where's the love? You're on the jury, dude. You're supposed to get the car before the manufacturer. Well, obviously, the uh, Dave Stahl Christian Barclay <laughs> program is, is has a little more weight. Man. Okay. Well, let's see which model you got. Which one did you get? Well, I got the wild track, and, uh, you know, it was fine until the uh, car wouldn't, the parking brake would release, but probably a software flash. And, what? you know, these cars are so comp. Yeah, can't 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 get it out of my driveway, so they got to come and pick it up in the morning. Oh. But until that, it was a great experience. I mean, you know, and I had a similar problem with the Nissan Pathfinder I drove recently at the E-Shifter. Yeah. I don't know about Shift you. in reverse. Wouldn't shift in reverse or drive, so yeah. two toes in a, two toes in a row, oh, and I'm yeah. not uh, not really feeling that. But I got to tell you, Dave. I mean, you know, I was I was kind of listening to you and Kristen when you did your segments on the Bronco. It's a terrific vehicle. I think so. Every manufacturer has something. I mean, everything's so heavily computerized now. The beauty of it is that they can flash these cars over the air. So a lot of the chip issues, if there's a right. software issue. And the Microsoft Sync system, which is the telematic system in the Ford Bronco and all of, all the Fords, right, was was kind of a mess when it first came out. So they've really refined it. Obviously, they need to do a little more tweaking, get that electronic parking brake going, and it's going to be great. But, how long uh, have you How Bronco, long have you had it? How long have you been in it? Well, it goes back tomorrow. Okay, all right. I, I drove it. I drove drove it for three days. Okay. Well, the only reason I was going to say, if you only got it to you know mm-hmm. Friday. You know, a lot of times, believe it or not, and you're more than capable, disconnect the battery, count to 30, and then... Cause oh, it, I did that. Oh, you did? And that didn't fix it, Yeah, huh? I did that, and the code reader didn't work, so, uh, you know, it's just one of those yeah, things. one of those things. Anyway, the Bronco... So tell and, us about uh, the level. Tell us about the level, because, you know, I was in a black diamond, she was in a black diamond, which I know is about two notches below y- yours. Yeah. yeah, so we so, got the base model, Dave. Right. The prices I'm going to quote you now okay. include the destination charge, twenty nine nine ninety five for the base model. Then you have the Big Bend, B-E-N-D, not oh. Big Bend like the clock in London, right, 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 right. 34880 
Black Diamond, which is the one you guys had, 37545 Outer Banks, 40450 Badlands, 43590 My model, the Wild Track, 48475 Now, you can fully, if you fully spec a Bronco, you can get close to $60,000 pretty sure, easily. Sure. I mean, mine is a four-door model. Personally, I prefer the two-door model. I just think it looks really funky cool. It's got a, it, it, all of them have beautiful lines. So and did you have a two-door or four-door? Did you have a two-door or four-door? At, I had the four-door. Ah. I had the four-door wild track, yeah. Because yep. we both had and, we uh, both had two doors. You can take all the roof panels yeah. off, Dave. You can take yeah. the doors off. I would never take the doors off in traffic. I see people doing that. And in they're, traffic? Their thigh they're they're and their hip is the side impact beam. So, you know, folks, be smart. If you want to take if you want to take the doors off and go off roading, you know, be smart there too because you don't want to rock crawl with no doors. You know, no. what if you what if you flip the vehicle, roll the vehicle, then you got a boulder a boulder coming into the uh, into your Bronco. So, you know, it's freedom. I get it. Yeah, be no, smart. No, no. You know, so, worry, yeah. So let me so let me ask you this: yeah. it, on the two door, you could take the doors off, and I went and got a video and I looked at it and. It's a two-man job. Don't let anybody kid you. But on, right. on the two-door, there's no place to put the the doors once they're in their bags. I was told on the four-door, there was something that you could actually slide the doors into so they didn't be running around in the back of the truck. Yeah, Well, you know, I, I did not get a chance to take all four of the panels off because of the parking brake issue. Yeah. I was but just I wondering, is there something back. in the rear? The bags, they're supposed to go in the you know, rear. All I... All I saw was bags in the rear. Okay. If there's special brackets to hold these the ah. roof racks, uh, roof panels in place, and I'm sure there are because the last thing you want when you're off road yeah. is something bouncing around. So I'm sure Ford has brackets okay. in place. Yeah. I don't, re- you know, I went down to Austin, Texas, to drive the uh, the Broncos. I don't recall. I don't recall at the off rodeo uh, uh, drive program that they had. Uh, where we took them off road, I don't recall what the configuration was in ah, the back. Okay, you know, I clearly saw it. I just don't remember what it was at the time. Yeah, but yeah. um, and it was just yeah. a curiosity so, more more than it was anything yeah. because it seems to me like I was told at the event I went to that the the, the doors could be taken off, put in bags, and secured. Yeah, yeah, the bags were there. The bags were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's a way to secure them. For I'm sure, sure. there's. I couldn't find so, it on the two door, and neither could. Uh, Kristen, but I and but I was curious. Maybe I thought it was just a four door feature, not just a two door. Right, and yeah. the beauty of the wild track, Dave, is you get the larger engine. The instead of right. the two point three liter, you get the two point seven liter EcoBoost to be six, and it really, you know, you floor it, it goes. I mean, yeah. the car is quiet. They build sound deadening into the roof. You would yeah. expect a, a wild and you know, a, a, you know, they they wow. their whole marketing campaign is about how wild and rugged this Bronco is. I mean, even you know when you when you do the startup screen, you would think you're in a Mustang because they've got a Bucking Bronco logo, you know, um, graphic that comes up on the uh, telematic screen. Uh, it looks like a Mustang. It is yeah. a horse, it's, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. it's, but it looks like a. So, um, you know, it's. Uh, I, I love the fact that they reprise the name Bronco is a legendary uh, member of the Ford history. You know, I, I believe this is the seventh generation, if yep. I have that correct. You're correct. Um, yeah seventh generation i mean you know who who doesn't remember the bronco I mean, oh i know and i'd buy it i would eight miles a gallon hey i don't say i buy i would buy many press cars or just 
the ones right. I road test because I kind of got my head in the way. Try you know just taste all the cookies, not just two. But right, this one, and I have to. I haven't been in the four door, so I shouldn't say this, but I really liked everything about the, the two door. It was per, for me yeah. my size. I was totally happy with it. Yeah, it's a beautiful vehicle, and I believe they're going to, you know, once they get the whole chip shortage sorted out, you know, folks have options to choose right. from different models. Right. You know, they're they're going to it's going to sell really well. I mean, this is a very strong oh. contender for North American Car of the Year honors. Uh, and uh, if if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but I would bet that it would probably win North yeah. American Car of the yeah. Year because it's built in North America. Right. It's an American brand, tried and true. One of the one of the former big three. Who's the competition? Part, you know, who's the competition? Yeah, and you know, it's it's um it's it's pride in what's built here in North America it goes along with with the program. I'm sure, even if people claim that they're you know that they don't think in those regard in that regard, mm-hmm. it's bound to affect uh, one or more uh, or you know several yeah. votes. So, I think it's a very strong contender. It rides great. Yeah. Uh, everything inside is, is, you know, the telematic screen, 12.3 inches. You know, you've got all the luxury features at your 12 inch, uh, center stack. I'm sorry, not 12.3. Right. Um, this one had the 17 inch B lock wheels, black wheels on it. It just See? looked really crazy. Cool. You got the uh, option. Truck. For, you got the option. I truck. got, yeah. Now my Monroney doesn't give a final tally cause this is uh, <laughs> not for sale. Monroney too much, paper. Uh, you know, too much paper, but, um, you know, if, Folks, I'm telling you, the whole off-roading trend is there for a reason. Folks like to, even if they never take their vehicle off-road, they want to have the most rugged vehicle mm-hmm. out there. The Hummer is going to sell like crazy, $110,000. You better believe that they're just going to snatch those things up like mad because yeah. it's the future. It's electrification. Yeah. You know, the uh, Jeeps have always done well, um, even with some, you know, somewhat, you know, spotty reliability from time to time from the uh, from Stellantis with Jeeps and Rams and things like that. Who cares? They, you want it, you buy it. Right. You take the doors off, you, yep. you lift it up, and you've got your own individual personality, uh, personalized vehicle, which is a heck of a lot of fun to drive. You know, um, I you know aside from the, the the shift issue, I had a blast yeah. driving it. It's comfortable. Get on the list. It's quiet. <laughs> Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey, you thought exactly. you were mad at me. You thought you were mad at me before. You're really going to be mad at me now. Uh oh. Oh well, no. What do you? What have you done? What well, have you done? What, have you, what do you have in the driveway now? No, 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 no. I just did an interview with a dear friend of yours, Kamatney Rollins, and yes. Dad burn it if he didn't go long. If you know what okay, I mean. Bye. So I'm going to, because I'm going to let no you go, because I want to make so sure. You went, long with, you went long with Kristen, and now you're you cutting me short. I knew it. Me. I who knew you it. Called, who you called me to get his number. I'm, I'm bye. Hey. Next week. I'll still be stuck. Take care. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick Hamilton. Bye. Dad. Oh. We're going to take a quick break. You ought to know. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. By the way, all these shows, believe it or not, are uh, on YouTube or on not YouTube uh, podcasts. So any podcast, if you want to re-listen or share it with a friend, just throw it in here. You ought to know. A U T O. The segment brought to you by Weather Machines, air conditioning and heating, family owned and operated, uh, like three generations, uh, family owned and operated, right out there in El Cajon. Just the greatest folks on the planet. 
They have service programs. They'll come to your house. They'll do all kinds of inspections. Uh, I just signed up for my yearly maintenance, so I don't, but my memory is you know what. They have their own in-house sheet metal uh, operations. So if you have a part that needs to be replaced and nobody can buy it, so instead of buying a whole AC or a new, whole new heater, the guys at Weather Machine can make anything with those, with all the technicians and the talent that they have at Weather Machines Air Conditioning and Heating. Go to Weather Machines with an S dot net, or you can call them at 619-443-9974. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. And if you're looking for good quality auto repair, John's Automotive over on Riverdale Street, trust me, he gives back to the community like nobody's business. Check out John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. All right. Got a good friend of Brian's, actually, and he turned me on to uh, Kamatney Rollins, who's got a program uh, in a college near him. Take a listen. All right. Hey, folks, I have got a really, really interesting interview for you today. Uh, Kamatney Rollins is a phenomenal automotive journalist, and he has got a program. He's working with the North Carolina Central University. Their students awarded intern, inter, in, internship, can't even say it, with Stellantis and the Black Automotive Media Group. Kamati, thank you very much for taking time out of your day. Tell me about this great program. Absolutely, Dave. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, so basically, it all began last summer when uh, we started having uh, conversations with auto companies about the need to bring in newer, fresh talent, um, you know, from the urban perspective in automotive journalism. So we came up with an idea of an internship that would introduce uh, students to the multimedia world of the automotive sector, um, because typically... Uh, you know, when you're young and inspiring and automotive comes to comes to mind, you're thinking about building cars and selling cars. Um, they're not really um, aware of the other opportunities that exist, whether it's marketing, um, PR, communications, sports marketing, uh, design. It's an array of diverse opportunities in the industry, and we wanted to make sure that these kids um, in their schools were well aware of them. Um, so we started the internship program last year uh, with Ford Motor Company and Howard University, um, which is, uh, you know, one of the top prestigious HBCUs in the country. And then we just started branching out. Car companies start hearing about the internship project, and they reached out like, hey, how can we be down? So what we're trying to do now is uh, partner one particular auto brand with one particular HBCU school. Um and for those not familiar with the term HBCU, that's historically black colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, fast forward to present day, um, we have a uh, relationship with Stellantis, which is interesting because we're trying to get the kids to understand that it's really Chrysler, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, What's, <laughs> they're like, what's Stellantis? <laughs> like, is that some new space shuttle? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so um, with Chrysler and, and, and making them aware of the various brands and, um, you know, whether it's uh, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram, and uh, with the, the kids at North Carolina Central with both their business school and their school of communications. So it's a 10-week uh, uh, training session. Um, 
myself, uh, Greg Morrison, and another um, professor, uh, Marcus Amick, uh, we come on and we host uh, the hour-long sessions with the kids. And the uh, itinerary or syllabus, should I say, includes things of uh, uh, familiar automotive terms, um, how to write a press release, um, proper interviewing skills, um, the pros and cons of uh, when you're breaking down a vehicle for a review, whether it's editorially or on camera. And most of these kids are multimedia faceted anyway, so video is second nature to them. Um, so that's more what they're leaning towards. And then the school, um, they highlight the program as well on all of their platforms um, and support through the resources and they find the students for us um, and make sure that the students, uh, you know, stay well-informed on time, well-abreasted. Um, so it's a nice symbiotic relationship between all three of us. And, um, you know, the goal is to create as many of these uh, internships as possible to give these students more opportunities in the auto industry. I think that is fantastic. I have been a strong proponent because a lot of people don't realize the manufacturers the car manufacturers don't just build cars. They do everything <laughs> possible to give back to the community. And and I think, you know, the car manufacturers investing in the Black Automotive Media Group is massive. Um, and, and I'll be more than happy to offer my services. If you ever have a student that you'd like to have him call, he or she call me just to mm. get radio experience on how to be mm -hmm. interviewed and how to interview me. I am more than happy to do it, you can do it anytime you'd like. Uh, so how are, are you getting a lot of students really excited about looking into this program? Yeah, so we, we actually uh, kicked off um, the first um, class last week. And we have 15 students in the class, and um, we went, you know, we went through the applications. We've had about 50 applications, so um, we picked out who we felt was um, uh, a perfect match. And it wasn't just based on uh, GPA and and yeah. honors and this and that, because sometimes you have a very, um, you know, a, a very intelligent student, but they just didn't have the environment, the structure. Um, to showcase it, you know, so we want to give them an opportunity too. and me being from the inner city I, I tend to know which students those are and, and how to, uh, you know, approach them and, and and make sure that they're getting what they need um, um, You know educational wise, so uh, We kicked it off. Uh, we had our first session and orientation. It was great getting to know the students, you know, one of the first lessons was to self-promote, you know, the power of public relations. So we what we had them do was take the press release and the graphic, which their headshots are on, and promote it on their social media. Because one thing these kids don't realize is that, you know, you're going to be your best um, publicist. And if you're not pushing yourself, then why would someone um, from an outside entity want to push yourself? Um, so that was one of the driving forces, um, you know, for – uh, that first class session. So it definitely feels good, you know, giving back, uh, you know, to those less fortunate and, and, and seeing them involved, evolve and them asking questions that you typically would think they would know, but then you realize, oh, these are 19, 20 year old kids. Um, so 
you know, so definitely there is a uh, an expansive array of opportunity for them in the uh, the auto in the auto business. You know, you may have started, you know, you may have struck upon something because my mind is good thinking, wow, you could do Hispanic, you could do Asian. Yes. I mean, yes. there's because unfortunately, those those folks don't think out of the box, and they need somebody like you and your group to show them. Yeah, you can do this. Anybody can do this. Color means nothing. It's your drive. Right. It's your enthusiasm. And it's, do you want to make a difference in this world? And I applaud you and your group. When I heard this, I could not wait to get you on air and talk about it because, <laughs> I, well, it's so important. I mean, we're on this planet for one reason, one reason only, and that's to give back. And if you're not giving give back, back, then what a waste. It's interesting because my partner, uh, Greg, said the same thing. He said, you you might have struck something. You you might yeah. find yourself not being a journalist for long with this internship program um, as we start ramping them up because literally the auto brands are watching each other and the schools are watching um, what's happening with this internship program. So we've been getting calls and emails from other schools like, hey, can you partner us up with an auto brand? And vice versa, the auto brands um, <clears throat> like Clockworks are like, hey, tell me more about the internship program. Either sure. though – Many of the auto brands, specifically the domestics, you know, GM, Chrysler, Ford, um, some of the um, some of the uh, Japanese brands have various HBCU programs, but they're different. They may be supporting what the HBCU already has established. Um, nothing, you know, newfangled and, um, you know, creative out the blue where, you're creating a pathway for these kids to specifically engage in the communication multimedia aspect of the automotive world. Cause basically what me and you do is like kind of secret, right? It's not like, you know, our neighbors are like, how the hell did you get that job? Um, driving all these different vehicles and being flown around the world. So it's not something that, you know, everyone is introduced to symptomatically. Um, so for them to have this, this edge and this tutelage, you know, from industry leaders who've been there, who's experienced it, who went through the challenges, the ups and downs, sure. um, I think that's paramount. You know how many people think I'm a drug dealer in my neighborhood? <laughs> Where do you get – I actually had a guy come up, knock on my door, and ask me if I was a drug dealer. I go, no, I'm an automotive journalist. I get cars every week. He's so good. <laughs> my wife and I were really worried. We didn't know who you were. <laughs> Well, you know, you're the drug dealer. I'm the pro athlete at 47. I'm still playing in the NFL for some reason. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, so, so if anybody's listening to this, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys to find out about the program? So maybe they've got kids in their neighborhood or even in their own household <laughs> that are car guys or car girls that would like to maybe do what you and I do. Absolutely. Um, they can definitely reach out directly uh, through our website at automotiverhythm.com. And that's R-H-Y-T-H-M-S.com. We have all of the information on the program um, as, well as, as well as our contact information. And if you want to reach me directly, I'm on LinkedIn um, at Kamatni, K-I-M-A-T-N-I, Rawlins, R-A-W-L-I-N-S. 
All right. Well, this will be the first of many interviews. I want you to keep uh, our listeners up to up to up to base on what's going on. Uh, give us some success stories. Uh, if you want to get some of the factory folks to call in, and we can do a, you can get their perspective of what they think. Hey, man, mm. all you have to do is ask, and I'm here for you. Absolutely, I will take that uh, stride. And thanks again for the opportunity, Dave.